Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1,373. Anything is possible. Everything is possible. But first, you have to use your imagination. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Everyone who knows me knows I'm really picky when it comes to my cars and keeping them looking new. I'm a huge fan of Covercraft floor mats. I've protected my vehicle with their products for decades. Want to keep your vehicle's interior looking new? It's easy with Covercraft floor mats. They will protect your vehicle's factory carpets from daily abuse, weather, pets, children, weekend adventures, and those everyday spills. It's a fast, easy, and stylish way to keep your vehicle looking new. Covercraft floor mats come in a wide variety of styles, materials, and configurations, all designed for maximum protection. In addition to Premier Plush and Berber Custom Floor Mats, you'll also find cargo liners, canine cargo area liners, dash covers, and sunscreens. Enhance your vehicle's looks while protecting the factory finishes with easy-to-install and easy-to-clean floor mats. Covercraft is the right choice. Learn more today at Covercraft.com and tell them Market Cars Yeah sent you. That's Covercraft.com. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I'm revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest. Calling in from Aptos, California, Patrick Kelly. Hey, Patrick, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? I'm ready to ride, Mark. Let's go. Here we go. Patrick Kelly is an author with a fascination for all things automotive. About 15 years ago, he expanded this passion and started collecting original automobile concept art. These are drawings and paintings of what future automobiles might look like. He decided that these designs that came out of art schools across America and the big three automotive manufacturing companies had to be told. Today, he's going to share his new book titled Imagine, Automobile Concept Art from the 1930s to the 1980s, published by my friends at Dalton Watson Fine Books. It takes the reader back to a time when the sky was the limit, dreams and visions were encouraged, and restrictions were very few. With 235 wonderfully unique images and 324 pages, this is a must-have for any automotive enthusiast library. So Patrick, I've told our listeners just a little bit about you. Would you take a brief moment, share a little more about your career, your passion for automobiles, before we jump into the questions? You bet. Thanks, Mark. Uh, This is a real thrill for me, and it's my... uh first podcast, so I'm happy, All right. <laughs> happy to launch it here with you. Here we go. Uh, so I grew up in Fresno, California, uh, went to college there, started a small business there, moved up to San Francisco in the Bay Area, and then over here in the Santa Cruz area, central coast of California. I own and operate a small business with my wife, Caroline. And as you said, I'm uh, now a recent author of my new book called Imagine all about my collection of original automobile concept art from the 1930s to the 1980s. Yeah, it's a really cool book. I'll tell you, uh, Patrick and I had a nice pre-show chat, and I told him my father was an architect and an artist. He was always exposing me to cool drawings, illustrations, taking me to the museum. So I have a real admiration for that. And this book, when I got it in the mail, my friends at Dalton Watson sent me a pre-copy to kind of look at I went, you know what, Patrick, I've got to get him on the show because it is full of some fascinating illustrations, many 
I'd never seen before. And we're going to learn a lot about how you put this together, Patrick, as we delve into the questions. But first, I want to ask you for a mantra or some kind of a success quote, something that has meaning for you. It's a nice way to get the inspirational tires turning here on cars. Yeah, the inspirational pen rolling across the page in the relation to your book. So Patrick, take the wheel. Yeah, sure. Um, so it really has to do with the title of the book, uh, Imagine. And I think that anything is possible. Everything is possible. But first, you have to use your imagination. We imagined what we want to do in life, where we want to live, and how I wanted to write and share this book. And believe it or not, it's come to fruition. Yeah, absolutely. Is this your first book? This is my first book, yes. Wow. Well, this is quite an undertaking. I, I mentioned in the beginning, over 300 pages. Uh, it's absolutely fascinating. I love the cover. Uh, it really paints a picture, to use a pun, of what you're going to see inside of the book. But imagine, yeah, it's so important in everything that we do. And I like the way you integrated that into this first project of yours. Very nice. Well, let's talk about a big challenge or a big failure that you may have faced along the way. Maybe it came with putting this first book together. You know, lots of people have told me, oh, Mark, you should do a book. All these people you've talked about. And I go, you know, I've talked to hundreds of authors. This is no small feat. There are some challenges with, with creating a book for sure. Could you walk us through maybe one of yours and then tell us how that experience helped you gain even more momentum as you move forward in the project? Yeah, you bet. Um, actually, the book project was so so well done uh, by Dalton Watson. They're amazing professionals and helped somebody oh, yeah. that, uh, that didn't know what they were doing to really do this in a very short time frame. But, you know, I think we learned from our failures as much as our successes. And I remember growing up in Fresno, uh, I had a I had a uh, small stained glass business that I did projects and taught a little bit in Fresno and I had a project that was for a friend of my dad's and the money was going to be great and I desperately needed it so I took on this big project well I was ill prepared and way over my head it turned out to be a small nightmare but I learned a really valuable lesson to know your limitations and do lots of homework Really sharpen your skills and execute it with passion. Uh, and it's always about the customer. As it is in this book, it's about the customer. It's about the reader. But I really wanted to honor the uh, artists for, first and foremost on that. Oh, well, you did a great job with that. Let me ask you, as far as a challenge on this book, was there one thing? I, I would imagine maybe there's a few things you bumped into, but was there one piece of producing your first book that really kind of set you back for a moment and went, whoa, what have I got myself into here? Yeah, I was unable to find some of the artists. A lot of these guys, and one really tremendous woman in the book, are people that I can't find information on. It could have been that they uh, they did work and they quit work, or they went off and did something else completely. They could have gone to war and never come back. They could have uh, decided that the automobile concept art business was not for them. So uh, that was the, the only part that I was not happy with, is not being able to find full histories on some of these guys and women. And I'm hoping by the book being out there that somebody will tap me on the shoulder and say, hey, you know that guy you have on page 282? Uh, that was my grandfather. I hope that comes oh, around yeah. And, yeah, and I can get uh, get some more information and follow it up and, and uh, give the acknowledgement where it's uh, so due. Yeah, that's very cool. Well, I'd imagine that 
may happen. You know, before I had you on the show here, I uh, took a picture of the the book and put it out there in my social media. And I had a few people say, well, is there a drawing in there by this artist or is there this car covered in the in the book? So, of course, I said, well, go buy yourself a copy and find out. But, uh, <laughs> Good idea. Um, but uh, yeah, exactly. That's what it's all about here. Well, let's have a little bit of fun and talk about your first really special vehicle, that first vehicle that had some great meaning for you, and maybe share a memory you have about that ride. Yeah, you bet. I fell in love with Porsche early on. Uh, it was always a dream. When we got over here to Santa Cruz area, I found a uh, an 81 911 SC, and my wife and I went over and looked at the car. We bought it on the spot, not really doing my homework again, but we uh, we had fun with the car. I still have the car. It broke. It's been restored. It sat for years, broken, but we finally restored it a few years back to get it ready for uh, Ren Sport reunions at uh, uh, Laguna Seca, and now it is in pristine, beautiful shape, and we we love taking it everywhere we go. It's a great car. You know, I love that era of Porsche cars. The SC, to me, has a very robust, bulletproof motor. Uh, they're just absolutely fantastic. And uh, you got yourself a nice car. And I love the way they drive, too. I think they're just Oh, it's a dream. Really, yeah, it is a, it's yeah. just perfect for me. I'm not a guy that uh, can do a lot of hands-on mechanical deep you know, getting deep and dirty into it. Don't want to tweak things too much. I, I stay away from the Italian, love the designs, but don't want to live with that. So this car has been uh, <laughs> just a delight. And uh, right now it's sitting in a very bright lime green paint job, and uh, it's it's quite unique. Well, I was going to ask you what color it is, uh, lime green. So is, is it that uh, Viper green that Porsche did, or is it a metallic? This is called a Gelb green, which was, I believe it was a 74 color only. And okay. uh, Gelb is lime, so uh, yep. Yep. it's a glazurite paint. Uh, it is bright. You know, at the yeah. Rensport uh, shows, when all the cars are gathered up in the infield, uh, there's maybe two that are green, and uh, yeah. this is one of them. Oh, that's very cool. I have a good friend, uh, shout out to Bill here, a buddy of mine. Um, he's got a 78 SC, and it's a paint-to-sample car that's painted in a similar color. It's a it's a metallic green that was actually a Volkswagen color from that era, but uh, very, very similar. And it looks really cool when it's parked. I have a metallic orange 87 Turbo. And when those two cars are parked together, they're fantastic. So I think my car would look really good next to your SC. I look forward to that meetup. Yeah, that'd be fun. Definitely. And Ren, we'll have to do that at the next Rensport. Rensport is a fantastic uh, venue. Yeah. Do you have a seller's remorse story in your life? A car that you let go, you wish you still had? Yeah, you know, that's, uh, that's an easy one. During the time that the Porsche was down, i.e. broken, I went into Cobra Land. And uh, found Land. All right. Yeah, I found a good buddy down south, Steve Foster. Great, uh, a great guy, a real racer, a tremendous automobile artist, and a pal. And Steve had a Cobra replica that uh, that he was no longer driving. I thought, well, you know, I'll just try that for a while. So we made a deal, and the car was absolutely amazing. It was great. So I loved the Cobra, and I hated the Cobra. I loved it when it pulled up. And I loved it when it went away on the trailer. Sometimes you have to be careful what you wish for, and you just might get it. The car would have easily killed me 
And uh, it's, again, knowing your limitations. That car was over my head. I waved goodbye. I went to Germany to a guy that uh, runs it at the Nürburgring and races it. So uh, Ooh, <laughs> good geez. luck with that. <laughs> yeah, those are. Yeah, you got to be very careful in those cars. You got a lot of power, very lightweight, very easy to spin those things around. I uh, heard that from a lot of folks. So you've got to be very, very careful and know your limits. That's the, those are the words of wisdom here for sure. But, uh, love the SC. Well, let's talk a little bit more about this new book is again, it's from Dalton Watson Fine Books. You can go and find the book at daltonwatson.com and all their fantastic books. Dalton Watson, I mean, they do the best of the best. The books there are fantastic. The book is titled Imagine Automobile Concept Art from 1930s to the 1980s. So talk a little bit more about what inspired you to do this. I know when I mentioned in the intro, you started collecting some of this art, and that's what kind of spurred this project on, correct? Yeah, so I started to collect it. I enjoyed seeing the pieces. You know, it was automobilia, so it's fun. It wasn't a big deal to collect it. But the more I got into it, the more the collection grew. And I've been a collector for a long time, different things and that. It takes you in different, different places. I had a collection that was large enough to show it at a small museum up in the foothills of California. That was a ton of fun. What really turned me around in this and opened my mind up to another idea of actually doing this book was when I went back to a show in Detroit called Eyes on Design. And that's at the Ford, uh, the, the great uh, Ford estate, Gross Point. And I got to meet a few of these designers. Uh, the retired automobile designers from GM, Ford, and Chrysler. And these guys are in their 80s. I showed them my brochure. They didn't know me from a load of wood, and, and, and we had not met before. So I showed them what I had, and they went nuts. They didn't know or believe that any of their work had survived because the other part of the story is very, very little and very few pieces that survived over the years. Most of the artwork that was done by the big three and others was destroyed, uh, either burned or trashed or, or thrown away. It just wasn't meant to last. And uh, the fact that these guys saw their old concepts 60 years prior and work that they had done at Art Center or they'd done at Pratt or they'd done at some other uh, art institutes, they went nuts. I love these guys. I met them. They're real deal. They are the salt of the earth, and they weren't getting their story told. So I decided kind of on the spot that this is a story that needs to be told. Take my ego out of it. This collection thing is great, but let's honor up these guys and these women, and uh, let's showcase the work. So doing the book was kind of round one. But what I really want to do is tour the original concept art so people can see the real thing, the original pieces. We're hoping to maybe get into some museums, love to get to the Peterson and have people see this and be able to really see the size. They're anywhere from 12 inches to seven feet long. And uh, seeing them in in, uh, person is so much better than seeing them, even in a good book like this. it's very, uh, it's, they're impressive. And I want these guys to be honored. Uh, nobody's getting any younger, and I want them to see the books and know that their uh, their artwork is valued 
and their stories are valued. These are great people. Yeah, I love this. You know, the book is a beautiful format. The pages are roughly 12 inches. It's a horizontal format. So the book's 12 inches wide by about nine inches tall. So when you open it up, some of them are what we call double truck ads. So the the artwork spreads across both pages. What I found really interesting about this was the huge variety of drawing styles. You kind of think of these designers working in the same mediums, a lot of them back in the day, pastel pencils or markers. But there's a wide variety of styles here. And I love the concept of taking this on tour. I studied a lot of art history when I was in college. When I got to go to museums and see some of the actual paintings that I had studied, they didn't look anything like the little pictures in the in the books. I went, I remember looking at one going, I don't remember seeing a cat in that picture. Well, the way the picture was, the painting was printed, you couldn't see the cat, just these two little eyeballs. Uh, so the fact that you're going to take these out there and show people, of course, the Peterson would be one of the many great venues to display these because it's such a fantastic museum. I love it. You know, I'd encourage you, if you love cars, you love books, you love design, this is definitely a book that needs to be on your shelf. Again, you can find it at daltonwatson.com. Get yourself a copy. They have uh, some actual signed copies are going to be selling, correct? Or are those all yes. sold out by now? Um, there's some left. Uh, we've signed. Uh, we had 100 signed and numbered. They're slightly different than the regular. They're the same size, the same hardback as the regular. The regular version is absolutely great. Signed is just a limited version, and it's numbered 1 through 100. I think there's still a few, but uh, I understand they're going fast. Yeah, absolutely. I'll make sure I put a link to that on Patrick's show notes page in the Cars Yow website. So, Patrick, up next is the last lap. Before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yow sponsors. When you want proven performance, there's one brand that's been around since 1938. That's Edelbrock, building the finest American-made performance products for the street and track. Edelbrock's products are designed and dyno-proven to deliver maximum results. Edelbrock has thousands of made-in-the-USA performance products for all makes and models. From their new ADS-2 carburetor and innovative ProFlow 4 EFI for your muscle car or truck. To superchargers for your daily driver and more, visit edelbrock.com. To check out the latest products for your ride, and when you're ready to check out, enter Cars Yeah in the coupon code and get 10% off your order. That's Edelbrock, automotive performance since 1938. You take care of your cars, but who takes care of your investments? Tune-ups aren't just for engines. Updating your financial plan is important too. Your GPS may take you from A to B, but it won't help you on the road to financial freedom. For that, you need a good co-pilot and a very trusted advisor. Chris Kimball, CFP, is just the man for the job. He'll guide you down that road without driving you crazy. For over 25 years, Chris has helped people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. With a master's degree in financial services, he is eminently qualified, and he's a car guy too. Learn more at chrisvkimball.com or call 866-ON-A-PLAN. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member FINRA SIPC. CK Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Are you looking for a way to get your products or services into the ears of thousands of automotive enthusiasts around the globe? I can help. This is Mark Green here at Cars Yeah, and I'd be honored to be an influencer and ambassador for your brand in a unique and personal way. Five days a week, 
thousands of subscribers and listeners enjoy the Cars Yeah! podcast and website. Contact me today and I'll show you how at mark at carsyeah.com or connect with me through the Cars Yeah! website at carsyeah.com. All right, Patrick, we're back and I have a bit of an introspective question for you. If you woke up tomorrow and you were a car sitting in the garage, what would Patrick be and why? Yeah, I think I would be my Porsche. It's been very reliable. It's a great classic design. It still has unlimited possibilities. Uh, It's got a good dose of humor as it is lime green, and it's really attractive to look at. (laughs) There you go. As you are, my friend. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) That's great. You got to send me a picture of this car. All right. We are entering the last lap. I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some quick blips of that Porsche SC throttle. So here we go. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? Do your homework and learn your vehicle. Yeah, absolutely. How about a personal habit that you think has contributed to your successes over the years? I think you do what you say you're going to do for the price that you've determined. You do it with passion. And again, there's got to be some humor and some fun in there. Otherwise, it's just not doing it. Yeah. How about a resource? There's so many these days. Is there one in particular you'd like to share? Well, you've mentioned Dalton Watson. Uh, They are my angels on this book, uh, as they are with every publication. Jody, my editor, and and the principals, Glenn and Gene and Dalton, are just having to work with. Uh, Everything is there. Books that you never thought were even (laughs) existing are there. So I highly recommend your listeners go there and pick out some cool stuff. You'll be busy there, I guarantee. I've got many of their books on my uh, vast library of automotive uh, resources. Again, DaltonWatson.com. Now, if I could arrange for you to sit down and have a drink or a meal with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would it be? Yeah, I'd appreciate that intro. Um, well, I think I'll skip the usual Stephen Queen answer, but I'll go with the great, Har- <laughs> uh, the great Harley Earl uh, to find out what made him tick, what motivated him to create some of the greatest concept vehicles the world has ever known. I think he would just be a riot to have a drink or maybe two with. Uh, yeah, maybe so. No, that sounds like a great one. Now, I always ask my guests to recommend a book. Obviously, we're recommending Imagine, Automobile Concepts Art from the 1930s and 1980s uh, by Patrick Kelly, the gentleman I'm talking to today. Is there another book, though, you'd like to recommend? Yeah, I think I, um, I'd recommend your listeners to go uh, read uh, The Art of Racing in the Rain, uh, yeah. either that or uh, War and Peace by Tolstoy. It's kind of a toss-up. <laughs> uh, yeah, those are two very different books. <laughs> well, The Art of Racing in the Rain, most recommended book here on Cars Yeah by Garth Stein. He's been a guest on the, the show. If you didn't listen to my talk with him, go back because when I talked to him, we were talking about, you know, I said, hey, is your book going to ever be a movie? And he said, well, I hope so. Well, now it is. So Patrick Dempsey, racer, uh, movie star, TV star, uh, got the rights to that book and created a movie. So you got to go check that out. It's in theaters right now. You can find all these great links that Patrick has shared with us today on his Cars Yeah show notes page. Just go to CarsYeah.com, type in Patrick Kelly, K-E-L-L-E-Y, and that page will pop right up. All right, Patrick, we're up to the checkered flag, and this last question can be a bit of a doozy. Today, I'm going to buy you a cool collector car, but there are some rules to this game that may make it a bit of a challenge. One is, it's the only one you can have, so if you pick something other than your SC, You're going to have to get rid of the SC and take this new car, but it could be something really cool. could be another SC. could be something even more fancy. You have to drive it, though. No garage queens allowed, and you can't sell it to buy your SC back and bank a lot of cash from that 
Ferrari GTO you just asked me to buy you. You got to keep this car. So what's it going to be? Well, I'm going to go for the 1954 Corvette. Although I might need to lose a few pounds to get behind that uh, uh, steering wheel, I think it would be worth the effort. That car pushed out the concept of design and it changed everybody that came after it. And still today, it was a, a real game changer. It's a beautiful thing to look at. Uh, that I'd stay with the old vet. You bet. The, yeah, 50, yeah. Well, you mentioned something uh, interesting there. I've had friends that have wanted those, and they finally drove them and realized these things are not easy to drive. Uh, they're, <laughs> you know, they're a little bit truck-like in a sense, and that steering wheel is just right in your lap. It's, uh, yeah, it's a it's a challenging car, but it sure is a beautiful car. And when you think of the '54 Corvette, you definitely think of a lot of these illustrations in this book of yours uh, because it was so futuristic. For back in the day, I mean, something really, really different and unique. So be happy to find you one of those. What color would you like yours to be? Oh, I'd like that nice, big, bright coral. I'll go with the white if I need to. Uh, the white is a classic. It's just beautiful. And when you see these things sitting around, and there's a shop back east that's got a couple just languishing. I want to go back there with a couple uh, trailers and just say, oh, come on, put them on here. Let's, they need to be loved up and driven and enjoyed uh you know if nothing else for the design end uh it's really a changer yeah very cool well you know i had mike vitro who's known as corvette mike on my show last month so uh, i'll give him a call i'm sure he can find us something very cool in that beautiful coral color very 50s pastel color they made some great colors back then i'm sure that uh corvette mike help us out and if you didn't listen to my show with him you can go back and find it on the cars yeah website all right patrick You've taken me on a great ride today. This has been really fun. I've really enjoyed getting to know you better. Congratulations on a monumental task, your first book, and something at this level. Uh, bravo. Kudos to you. Oh, your thank friends you, Mark. there at Dalton Watson. Yeah, really fantastic job. I love this. This is a, a prize in my library. Could you offer us one little parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you rip off into the sunset in that beautiful 54 Corvette? Yeah, you bet. You know, as we get a little bit older, we realize uh, tomorrow is promised to no man, no woman. You've got to embrace your dreams while you're here, and you got to use your imagination. Be a good person and just just live life with a, a big passion. You've got to enjoy it. We don't know if there's going to be another go-round, so uh, go for it. Absolutely. And I'll remind our listeners, if you want your own copy, and you should get yourself a copy, You can go to DaltonWatson.com and buy a copy of this fantastic book that uh, Patrick has brought us. If you have a a friend coming up, uh, you know, Christmas isn't that far away, the holiday season. This would be a great gift for that car buddy that you have, uh, something I guarantee you he or she may not have on their shelf, something kind of different and unique. Uh, Think of that as well. Patrick, thanks for being so generous today with your time, your expertise, and for sharing your experiences with the Cars Yow listeners. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you, my friend, down the road. Thank you very much, Mark. Real pleasure. You're welcome. This was great. Hey, Mark Green here from Cars Yeah. Did you know you can now see me? 
on the Cars Yeah! TV show. It's a weekly visit to some of my past Cars Yeah! podcast guests, and I take you along for the ride. You go behind the garage door and into their lives, their businesses, and you get to see what makes them successful. With tens of millions of viewers, Cars Yeah! TV is making its mark. Cars Yeah! TV is available on Mav TV and Lucas Oil Racing TV. You'll find Mav TV on Direct TV, Fubo TV, Fios by Verizon, or you can stream it through Lucas Oil Racing Television online. And they said I only had a face for podcasting. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah! Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!